listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mir, on this Friday morning. And you know it, since it's Friday, we want to focus a bit on our health and fitness. And I'm really delighted to be chatting once again with the one and the only Nathan Solia. And today we'll be talking about why do we get fat as we get older? But what can we do about it? Nathan, good to see you. How are you today? Hi, Noreen. I know that was a little bit confrontational going, why we get fat as we get older? It's just like, can we make this a little bit less Can we make it confrontational? softer? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Why is this happening? Um, but it's true. You know, I've been, I've been reading a few articles and uh, I was like, yep. Yep, story of my life. Yep, yep, that's happening. So maybe, um, well, first of all, we're live this morning on Facebook, so I'd love for our listeners to join us there. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. Uh, you'll be able to see and hear Nathan there. So, Nathan, I'm sure you work with a lot of clients. And, and um, is it true? Are we getting, you know, why do we get fat as, as we get older? Well, the thing is, oh, I knew it was going to happen, right? I knew it was going to happen. I had an alarm set to be able to do our thing, and now we're going to be setting alarms all the whole time. So now here we go. Now we're all set. So um, the, the, the big thing about when we get older is, is that, you know, we, we just talked about it before, is, is that we start to lose muscle mass as we get older. And just imagine... You know, as we're growing up, you know, we've got these bones growing, these muscles growing, you know, it, we're, we're, growing, we're growing up. Now, we tend to peak around 25, 25 to 30. And so after 25 to 30, we start to lose muscle mass. We start to decrease our bone density, osteoporosis, osteopenia, and, and we start to, and in the lack of a better word, degenerate, right? Because you know, we, we've peaked. We peaked at 25. So after 25, we start to lose all of that. And, and because we keep eating the same amount of food, and I've even had it situations where people have eaten less food than what they used to eat, and yet they still gain weight. So the big thing is, the big takeaway from this is, is having muscle mass is really important. So our metabolism is based on muscle. And we need we need to be able to keep our muscle mass as much as we can. So, you know, one of the things that, that I always uh, ask people to do is, is, first of all, eating good quality food so that way we can maintain our muscle, um, decreasing the amount of sugar that we're having. And the number one thing to be able to maintain muscle, just like we just said, is, is that weight training. Weight training is critical. And the thing is, is like, you know, over the last – um, you know, over the last three or four months, I'll just give you an example. You know, my wife and I have been training, doing weight training at home with these power blocks that we have. And, you know, she has changed nothing apart from just weight training. And she's been able to drop four or five kilos of body fat in that period of time just by weight training. Wow. And it doesn't even have to be heavy. Amazing. Right. Wow. I'm going to start doing yeah. some more weights. Yeah, I thought lifting yeah, the baby and, was, and, you know, but, you know, <laughs> and it doesn't have to be very heavy. The baby heavy. gets heavier. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't have to be very heavy weights. Um, you're talking about no. regular weights, but being consistent with weight training. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, you know, if you were able to do it two, maybe three days a week, anywhere between 20 and 45 minutes each session, um, you will get those benefits from being able to boost your metabolism. And like I said, the, the big issue is, is that if we are, um, if we're maintaining our muscle or even increasing our muscle, your muscle becomes more hungrier. 
And when it becomes more hungrier, guess what? It's got to eat the food that you're eating or the body fat that's on your body. Now, a lot of people say to me, oh, should I caloric reduce? Well, you know what? It, you can eat. You know, if, if we said to you, yeah, we're going to reduce your calories down to 1,200 calories. But if you ate 1,200 calories of sugar, exactly. you know, you're not going to get any benefit at all, yeah. right? So it's not about just caloric reducing. Um, I find that when people get older is, is that we need to eat more protein. Because, like, like I said, we need to be able to maintain the muscle mass that we have. So, being able to increase your protein levels will be able to um, uh, will be able to benefit your metabolism. So, what I say is is that to maintain your muscle right now, you need to need anywhere between 0.7 of a gram to one gram of protein per kilo of uh, of weight. Body weight. So wow. let's just keep yeah. So let's just keep this simple. You're 100 kilos. Yeah, you need to you, know, you you need to eat 70 grams of protein per day. Now, people go, but I eat that already. You know, I eat you know a 200 gram piece of steak or a 100 gram piece of steak. Well, you just got to remember the, the 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 protein level in beef, for example, is around 26 grams per 100 grams of beef. Oh. Okay, so. If, if you are supposed to eat, and you're 100 kilos, if you're supposed to eat 70 grams of protein a day, and like I said, this is the bare minimum to maintain that you have. That's not including if you do do any exercise. That doesn't mean, that doesn't include if you are stressing yourself out and you're also staying up late, you'll need more protein. So like I said, anywhere between 70 and 100 grams of protein a day, if you're having one piece of steak or 100 grams, it's 26 grams. So you're having anywhere between you know, three and four pieces of steak a day. Now, people might be going, oh, my God, I don't, I couldn't eat four pieces of steak a day. Well, you don't have to. You can get proteins on so many different levels. There are protein in vegetables, not as much, but you can get protein in, uh, in nuts, in seeds, in uh, legumes, which is beans and, and chickpeas and, and things like this, and also grains. So you do have the opportunity of being able to get protein in all four of those types of vegetables as well. You get little bits in other ones like broccoli and things like that, but very, very little. But the main piece, the, the, the main contributor to protein levels will be things with eyes, beef, chicken, fish, pork, um, you know, any, any type of basically, like I said, is like anything that has eyes is, is very beneficial. And what about protein shakes? Because I see a lot of, uh, say, gym goers uh, like to have protein shakes after a workout or, or before a workout. It, how, is that a good source of protein as well? Oh, thank you for reminding me. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the thing is, is like I, I would always say make sure that you have the foundations of food. Yes. Okay, so always make sure that's the foundation. If you want to, um, you know, add a, a protein shake in there because, you know, you know you're not getting enough or you just don't have the time to be able to cook all day, which most of us don't, you know, you can get a good quality source of, uh, of a protein powder. Now, the ones that I use is one's called New Zest, which is a pea protein and it's a vegetable protein. Um, the other ones that I use is a Protelicious, which is a New Zealand one. Um, and the other one that I use is a beef protein by Design for Life. And the reason why I have three of them is because I don't want to be able to have my body um, overflowing with 
too much vegetable protein or too much uh, whey protein or, or beef protein. So I try to mix them up. There's another one I used to use as well called Sun Warrior. That's also really good. It's a vegetarian protein. It's a combination of, of, of uh, a rice protein and hemp protein and, and, and a few other things. But the one I'd like to be able to point out with protein powders is, is trying to keep it as clean as possible. Yes. Now, when you look at the label, read the back. Because when you read the back, you'll see there'll be a whole list of stuff in the ingredients. Now, you want to reduce that as much as you can. But the ones that I mentioned, the new zest, the protolicious, and the beef protein are literally only the protein and um and uh and and a flavoring so for example you know the pea protein it'll have you know strawberry strawberry flavoring in it and that's it so being able to look at the back because a lot of them you know you see on the back and they'll have some bcaa's and they'll have um, a creatine in it and all these sort of things my view on it is mate is you want to just keep it simple right we're just trying to get the proteins into ourselves so that way we make sure that we are keeping our, our protein levels up, but also making sure we're not putting too much um, our chemicals into our body. That's why the foundation of food is the most important thing and getting your protein and getting your nutrients from food is really paramount. It's, it's, it's the best. So Nathan, it sounds like 25 is, is when we peak, but you know, and, and we, and we get fat, but is there something that we can do about it as we age? You mentioned just now eating well and weights. What about, um, and, and, and exercise, of course. How does sleep contribute to all of that? Because I, I think previously you've also mentioned in other programs, if we don't sleep, very well we put on weight um and sadly as yes. we as, as we grow older i don't know maybe our quality of sleep we don't sleep as well um yeah I, 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 what's what's your take on that uh, that's a great question so when, when we sleep we re-release our biggest dose of human growth hormone at 11 a 11 p.m and at 4 a.m so just for your listeners, is human growth hormone is a naturally recurring substance in our body that allows us to grow, right? So as we're younger, we have a lot more. You know, men have a lot more testosterone. So, you know, when we grow, uh, we develop ourselves with, a, with, with this human growth hormone to be released. Now, if we are not getting to bed by 10, 1030 at night, we are compromising the release of the HDH when we're sleeping. And that is really important. So... Um, sleep is super important and the quality of sleep. So one of the things that I do recommend people is, is like, you know, people say to me, hey, uh, and I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, is, is like, you know, I have trouble sleeping, right? First of all, I want you to be able to get out of your head is that word, that, those words that you're saying, I have trouble sleeping. Mm. Okay, so what I want you to say is just start and use as an affirmation. So I am a great sleeper. I'm a great sleeper. I'm going to have a great sleep tonight. And you know what? even though you don't get that in the first night or the second night or the third night. But what I want you to do is try out that you that you say this in your head each day, I'm a great sleeper and I'm getting good quality sleep tonight. So that way you start to trick your body because I, I'm a great sleeper. And, and part of that is, is that I have not let that Oh, I'm a terrible sleeper. I'm not going to get a good quality sleep. You know, I, I keep using positive affirmations as a way of getting a better quality sleep. Now, some people say, wow, getting to bed at 10, 10, 30, that's so early. Well, the thing is, is that we are dictated by the sun and the moon. When the sun's up, guess what? We're up. When the sun's down, guess what? We're supposed to sleep. So being able to get to bed or even 
start to train your body to get to bed by 10, 10, 30. So that way you have enough time to be able to rest. By the way, I forgot to mention is, is that the first four hours of sleep is physiological repair for your body. So it's really important. Like I said, we're dictated by the sun and the moon between 10 o'clock and two o'clock in the morning. We actually physiologically repair our body. So it's super important that, you know, you get that, that, that time to, to, to get to bed because if you're not, then if you have back problems, you have knee problems, if you have, you know, if you have any physiological problems, you may be able to correct it by just getting to bed on time. Yeah. Um, and how does stress play into all of this? I feel like a lot of people maybe in our mid-age go into middle management and, and whatnot. And does the stress also make us put on weight? Well, yeah, on, on two levels, right? Because the thing is, is when we're stressed, we can either eat more or, or eat less or drink that's, more that's for one. some or drink more exactly so you know you know you had a big day you've had a hard day you've had a stressful day let's go home and have some alcohol and the thing is is with alcohol it also disrupts our sleep so yes. if you are you if you are drinking on a daily basis then just consider that the quality of sleep that you are experiencing right now is because of the amount of alcohol that you're drinking sugar is an upper right so what happens is when we have sugar which is an alcohol or, or is alcohol that spikes our sugar levels, and then what actually happens is is that when we have a, um, a, a we have a hormone that releases it to drop the insulin levels in our body, it start it, it goes so deep that we release more insulin, then we start to wake up. And if you're waking up like one or two o'clock in the morning, you may actually find that you are having too much sugar in your system. So. Um, mm-hmm. back to your thing about stress is like, you know, like I said, this is like eating, eating too much or eating too less for stress. If you are, um, uh, if you're drinking too much because of your stress or, or even just drinking on a daily basis, because like I said, the thing is with sugar, it is an instant, it, it, it instantly goes onto your waist, right? Because it's simple sugars. And if you're not exercising, then it'll go straight into stored body fat. So it's really important to be able to either avoid that stuff um, and, and I guess the first thing you got to do is, is address your stress levels. How can you lower your stress levels? Well, one thing that I use, I use meditation as a way of being able to do that. I use catching up with friends or, or talking with my friends whenever I'm stressed out, you know, just to sort of get it out of my head. So that way I can actually, um, you know, then I can actually relax. And I find, you know, how many times when, you know, women do this so well, right? You know, you, know, you when, when you girls talk, it's just an instant release, you know, whereas us boys, you know, we go into our man cave, you know, and we just stress in our heads. And, and I think it's really important to be able to, to uh, voice whatever's there on your mind so that way you can be fully self-expressed and so that way you can lower those levels. Now, I, you know, I did a program a few years ago that allowed me to not only be able to be fully self-expressed, but also um, – when people were being fully self-expressed with me, I didn't let it affect me, right? Because, you know, these sort of things, you know, people sort of say, oh, I feel like I'm just on loft floating onto you and, and all those sort of things. But you know what? It doesn't really phase me anymore. Mm. So, you know, having that, that, that really close-knit group of people that you can, you know, share your, you know, your, your, you know, your, 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 your issues with or, or, you know, your concerns or your questions or your stress levels or things like this. So that way you can get it out. And that's a really good way. Another way of getting uh, um, as low in your stress levels is journaling. Journaling is really cool. 
you know, so, you know, I've written about four or five books over the last four or five years where I just journal each day and I express my, you know, I express my, you know, my thoughts and, and stories of my past and what I would like to do in my future and things like this. And that allows me to be able to lower my stress levels. And last one is, is before you go to bed, if you have like, oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I just can't sleep. Have a little book beside your beside your bed and write in that book what you need to do, you know, because generally we're saying, oh, well, we're going to need to do this, we need to do that. Well, write it all down and then say to yourself, okay, now that I've put it down, I'm going to have a great quality, I'm going to have a great sleep and I will address these things in the morning. So that's a great way of being able to lower your stress levels too. Absolutely. And of course, exercising is a great form of that. When you're going out for a run and releasing those endorphins, it really clears your, your mind. I'm not a runner, but I've heard so many colleagues and friends swear by running. And, and they, whenever they run, they really feel like a clearing of, of, of the mind as well. Oh, absolutely. But you just picked and, up and, running, and just, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. And I've been combining them with running and, and strength training. So like I said, it's like, you know, if someone says, oh, man, I don't have time to run, I don't have time to strength train, well, you can do a circuit, right? You can do a strength circuit, which will allow you to be able to, um, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Absolutely. Well, Nathan, it's always such a pleasure to talk to you again. Can you remind our listeners, uh, have you got a, a Facebook page, Instagram and, and YouTube channel that we can follow your work on? Absolutely. If you want some really good content, I've got a YouTube channel, which is called Elite Personal Training Hong Kong. You can also follow me on Instagram, which is Elite PT Studio. That's Elite P for Peter, T for Tommy Studio. And you can also connect with me on Facebook on that same handle as well. Excellent. Well, Nathan, so nice to talk to you. I hope you have a great weekend and we'll talk again next week. Thank you so much.